Blitz. We said it again. This could be your mummy's favourite podcast. Who writes this Seriously. It's Oops, We Said It Again. This is the second episode. Glad to say we are here, which means we haven't been cancelled. Yet. Ali Mack with you. Got Jazz over there. And we have a guest in the studio who i got to say is mighty fine. Thanks, babe. Oh, we gave it away already. Okay, so <laughs> I was going to invite you for dinner. I was going to say, do you want to catch some drinks after this? I like how you're looking. And then people were going to accuse me of being um, sexually harassing to the guest. And then we could have declared, that's my wife. A lot of drama just to declare. I know, wife. but you kind of took it out with one <laughs> line. My wife, Tabby, welcome to the studio, babes. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. The reason why we are actually asking you in for this episode is because I think this subject that we're tackling today is probably the most talked about amongst most groups. Yeah. And it's to do with the COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. Would you take the COVID vaccine right now? Um, I would take it, but not right now. I, I want to wait out a bit. I would take it. I will take it. Right now? Like I'm going to be applying probably next week and because I fit the um, chronic list, I'll probably get it in the next month. Hopefully. Oh, okay. You have health issues if you want to say what they are I'm or not? I'm very healthy. I just have um, lupus. Just. I've had uh, palindronic arthritis since I was 11. So to me, this is just a little step up. The doctor was like, yeah, she's got lupus, mild lupus. Mm -hmm. And then the doctor explained there are two types of lupus. One is aggressive. And if you get it aggressive, you're in trouble. If you get it mild, it can be contained. Mm -hmm. That being said, you feel that that's enough reason for you to take the vaccine right now. Well, I mean, I presume we're going to discuss this. But for me, it's not just my illness. It's um, that just makes it more risky. Any one of us, we don't know how the virus could affect us bottom line i know plenty of very healthy people have been very very badly affected and plenty of people otherwise you know what i mean people have died who have had no underlying health conditions number one just because i have this illness doesn't mean that i'm more vulnerable because actually my immune system is super aggressive it's better than most people it's not better it's just super aggressive that's why it attacks me it's the best it's like fight club inside me so that's why I'm on a medication which has to slightly suppress my immune system to control it and make it act a little bit more normal. Think of it as it's overactive. So if any, anything, I would have got better chances of fighting corona than anyone else. So I know a lot of people that are like, yeah, you know, we're young and we'll just do whatever we want. We'll go out clubbing. We'll go on a yacht party. We'll go out in the desert because they assume that they're young and they're healthy. So I all the time go like, do you know what's going to happen to you? You don't know. So I think you should be mindful about the virus. I think you should be careful. Don't get me wrong. I hang around with you, Jazz. Yeah. I hang around with our friends that yeah. we know. But it's a contained group. And I know that they're only hanging out with us and we're only hanging out with them. And even then we kind of maintain social distancing. Yeah. For example, Tarek Zara, they came around the other day. We maintained a social distance yeah. to the point we didn't hug, we didn't shake hands. We were very careful. And because they are super careful, I felt, right, I can chill with these guys. Not for my health, but for my wife's health, because I know. Yeah, but you see, the thing is, even if you do maintain social distance, yeah. right? Yeah. This stuff's in the air, man. 
because we don't know what other people do or what other people are, you know, who other people are interacting with, we should be nevertheless still mindful who we're inviting into our house. The staying safe and the social distancing is all great, but since it's airborne, it's it's messed up, you know? We 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 can't contain it. You can disinfect as much as you want, but do you really know how this is going to affect you? No. So funny story, I went to the dentist last week and um, I was like, yeah, you know, you moved my appointment. What's going on with that? And he's like, uh, yeah, I moved your appointment because I got the Rona. I was like, what? Get out of here. And he's like, yeah, I did get the Rona. And I was like, yeah, so did you have any symptoms? So my dentist is 36 years old and he's like, I was dying. I had pneumonia. I was like, okay, how did you get it? He's like, I got it from a patient. And this is a dentist, so he's got two masks on. He's got a face shield on. He's got the whole nine yards. He's like, I don't exactly know how I got it or from whom I got it, but obviously I got it and I'm young. He's a young guy, healthy, you know, goes out, does sports and does the whole nine yards. And he's like, yeah, I got pneumonia and I was so sick that I was sleeping because I was completely exhausted. So he'd sleep for an hour and he'd lose breath. He could not sleep. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, funny story. Um, my colleagues that got the Pfizer vaccine after the first dose are getting pneumonia now too. So That's was, because you don't get the full immunity though. I mean, this is where it comes in because people tell you about their individual tells, but I got the vaccine. And again, no one knows how effective these vaccines will be, okay? Because everybody will react differently. Given the testing, obviously you've only had sample tests done, clinical trials. That's not the same as vaccinating, inoculating millions of people is going to give you a much better sample range. So something that was 95% effective might at the end of once you've done like 20 million people come down to being 65% effective. Mm -hmm. 65% is still better than nothing. It means you most probably won't die from it. So you have no apprehensions about taking the vaccine? I've researched the vaccine that I want to take. And Which is? I want to take the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine. Mm -hmm. And lots of people will say, but why? That's the most ineffective. But the fact that you have no apprehensions, I no. feel apprehensive for you, which is why I pulled you in. <laughs> I know. I'm but, scared for you. But, but I think, number one, my mum has got the vaccine today and I have the same conditions as my mum. You know, a lot of people will know mothers and daughters uh, share the same blood. Mm. So I'm going to monitor how my mum goes and ask her which one. <laughs> so she... you're using your mum as the guinea pig? She knows. She already said, oh, you, you're lucky you got <laughs> me as a test. I was like, listen, you gave me this condition. The least you could do is take the vaccine first. That's a fair point. But that's, <laughs> that's so bad. Let's hope your mum never listens to this podcast. Hey, I spoke oh. her this morning. She was fine. <laughs> you know, we try and make this your mummy's favourite podcast, but hey, that's one mummy one. <laughs> They've developed these vaccines so quickly. I know we were having a casual conversation and you said how long it takes to bring a vaccine to market. So from the little bit of knowledge that I have from, you know, kind of studying medicine and then dropping out and then continuing science. My mom's super <laughs> proud of me. I have to say that. Um, my mom really wanted me to be a doctora, a good doctor. <laughs> yeah, kind of let her down on that one. So... Um, with that it, knowledge you have. With that little bit of knowledge that I have, I mean, like, it usually takes about 10 years to develop a vaccine. Because not only to develop 
So you develop it pretty early, but the testing and the data takes quite some time, right? And um, obviously we didn't have enough time. It's a novel virus and it is super infectious. As we can see, it started somewhere and now it's everywhere. It continuously mutates. So it's like, it's like, you know, flipping the script on us every like five minutes. So do we know how many variations there are right now? There's the there British quite variant. A few. I, no, but there, there were so many before that. We started with like two strains, then we were at five. Now we're somewhere at nine or something like this or even more. I'm not even sure. But going back to like developing a vaccine, it is just scary because the real data that we're going to extract now is when it's released to the general public. So now it's released to the general public and now we're starting to see side effects we're now, you know, gathering all of that and we're like tweaking, you know, we're coming to see the reason why they were approved. That was your question. It's because it, it is highly infectious and they're like, okay, we need an emergency right now. So things are now emergency approved and they're usually approved by the FDA. Okay. And the For America, right? Yeah. The American Food and Drug Administration and the American Food and Drug Administration started in 2009 okay, approving things for emergency use. So the first in 2009, that was the Ebola. The reason why I am apprehensive and I said I will not take it right now if I don't have to is because although it is EFDA approved, right, for emergency use, I don't trust it as much. And I, I'm saying this with a lot of care. The first thing that was emergency FDA approved was what? Hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, which is right? what I'm on too. Yeah. My immune Fine, that, that's because you have a condition, right? But a lot of us don't have a condition. So you remember the FDA came out, they're like, okay, hydroxychloroquine, first thing, go out, let's roll it out, let's roll it out. Rolled it out, and then they found out like, whoops. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The, the CEO of Pfizer, who is like, what, 59 years old or something like this, he did not even take his vaccine. Yeah, we should fact check that actually. Yeah, I'll yeah. fact check it. Go yeah. on, carry on. He's like about 59 or 61, something like this, right? So he came out and he's like, yeah, I'm not taking the vaccine. And, and you know, reporters were like, why are you not taking it? And he's like, yeah, I'm not in the at-risk category. But surely for marketing purposes, someone would have told him, just say you took it. But that's not it. If we're not doing it for people in their 60s, who are we doing, doing it for? 14th of December, 2020. It was published by CNBC that... Um, How old C is the guy? That's all I want to know, man. No, I'm just confirming he still oh. hasn't taken it. Yeah. Oh. He hasn't taken it. I, I don't know how old he is. Age. That's what I want to You want to know? How <laughs> because it doesn't Bola. matter because everyone is being advised. Herd immunity only happens when you have like, what, 70%, 70%. of the population. Exactly. So yeah, it's for 59. That, for that he's reason, 59. he should still be taking it. Like, So if he's not, at the at, if he's not in the at-risk category, who is it? People in their 80s? Or were people in their 30s, why should they be taking it? That is my point. So you're rolling out for everybody to take it, right? And then you're not taking it. Why? I don't think that should be the focus when people think about taking the vaccination. That's just my view. I think it doesn't matter who did it. It's not just the FDA. Countries all over the world, hundreds of countries and their authorities have approved this medication. Have emergency approved Correct, this medication. Correct, but it doesn't follow the same procedures. The FDA has one procedure, but the, for, the, for example, the United Kingdom has different procedures to have emergency approval for medications, right? I agree. So 
you know, when you start questioning authorities and the trust you have in them, I just think that's a dangerous road, personally, is my belief. Okay, so to me, I have to question everything. This is your health that you're talking about. I'm thinking from a point of like being a mother, for example, which I'm not. Like if I were a mother and I were wanting to get pregnant again, like does this mess me up? As a mother, this is what I was saying. So we obviously have a child um, who's only, (laughs) she's only three. But obviously, you know, kids have to get vaccinated for all kinds of polio. Most of the stuff, come on, babe. We didn't even know what they were, right? Like a lot of the stuff is like, what is... uh, What are you talking... I did know. Right, she's had like a million vaccinations. Yeah, and I asked about every single one of them. Of course, but these are standard vaccinations, etc. Do I know what's in every vaccine? Do I know the side of it? No, you don't, because if the world is telling you these vaccinations are important for your child and for her peers and to the point where you cannot go to certain schools if you don't have these vaccinations. And I think it's because I've been through that process. I have a level of trust in the authorities who tell us. But if you don't know what's in the vaccines or what they're for, that's on you. Yeah. That's on you. Absolutely. Like anything that I would put in my body, I have to be conscious and I have to read up on it to know what's entering my body. My body is my temple. So if something happens to my body, that's it. Dude, what do I have left? My brain? (laughs) (laughs) I I just think people who say that, like, no offense to you, obviously. That's when you start offending people usually when you say no offense. (laughs) 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 I think we know each other too well for that. Um, But like people use that a lot as an excuse, I think. You know, these are the same people who still eat meat with hormones inside and and antibodies and uh, don't, they're not all organic. There's so many different levels. Do you not eat sweets and chocolates, which have like E numbers? Do you not eat, uh, have juices with preservatives or anything? You know, I just think it's a dangerous, not for you, because again, I know you, so mm-hmm. it's different. But generally when you use that, it's such a wide umbrella. And lots of people kind of tend to hide under it, I think, to camouflage your real reasons. For you, again, your background is different. And I appreciate that. But for a lot of people who say, my body is my temple. I must know everything. Well, actually, that's not true in your everyday life. So why is it particularly important when it comes to this vaccine? But this if you are a- healthy, if you can probably fight the virus and if you'll probably be okay, what's the big deal in you getting the um, vaccine and you contributing towards attaining that 70% which will then protect others? But when we talk about the vaccine, I'm not saying that I'm not taking the vaccine. I'm saying that I do want to wait a bit so that I have enough data to know what the real side effects are. So six months down the line, I would consider taking the vaccine. I mean, my mom's got the vaccine. She took the Sinopharm one, right? She took it. My brother took it. My little sister took it. And um, they're fine. So their second dose is now in a, like in a week or two. And my mom's super stoked because my mom was super scared and still is super scared. She doesn't leave her room. And... Because my mom's 61, she's like, I can't believe that this virus is is now here at the end of my life. So she decided to take the vaccine because in her perception is if she does get vaccinated, nothing, and I'm saying this with air quotes, right? Nothing can happen to her. But it's a misunderstanding because the vaccination does not give you immunity. The vaccination just... If you were to have crazy symptoms, 
it would give you milder symptoms. So it does not mean if we're getting the vaccine, we're going back, you know, business as usual, and we're going to go to the yacht parties and, you know, you know, not wear masks. We still have to be mindful because even if you take the vaccine, you can still spread the virus. And a lot of people misunderstand that. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Vaccination is such a huge thing. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Again, I really am not, but I care for data. I care for data for everybody. Like I want to keep my mom safe. I want to keep people like you safe. And if that means that I have to take the vaccine, I will gladly take the vaccine. But just to take the vaccine because there is a probability, that's not good enough for me. I want to see hard facts. I want to see hard data. Dude, I, I don't want to lose my sense of taste and smell. That would be horrible. I mean, I can't smell anything anyway. What? I can't smell anything. <laughs> Yeah, Please she don't. really can't can't smell anything. <laughs> That's a separation. But like, who I, took a giant dump? It stinks in here. She's like, I can't smell anything. So I'm like, okay, it's you. <laughs> in terms of you were talking about the kids' vaccines, like those are years old vaccines. For me, this is a vaccine that has been rolled out in a year and less than a year. It bothers me, and I have issues with with uh, U.S. governing bodies, be they medical or anything else. <laughs> Yeah, they have sponsorship, don't they? Right, and... Money! Obviously, you know, when they're going for endorsements and the one thing that I know about the presidents or the former presidents, they have, like, backing of pharmaceutical companies. American politics and lobbying should be a separate topic for you guys. It's huge. And we can't delve into that too much, to be honest. But what I mean by the vaccines... But you can't ignore it either. I, I understand because that it's, it's a matter of here. trust. And I agree. I understand that it's relevance here. But my, my point is that I don't even know if America has approved the Oxford AstraZeneca one or not. But the EU has approved it en masse. Yeah. For me, and I take your point about the children's one being, a, you know, donkeys years old and therefore you have that element of trust that's grown over time. But there are plenty of anti-vaxxers who distrust it for the same reason. Mm. And for example, the one that I've chosen, Oxford AstraZeneca, and I don't know because I haven't got enough information about the rest and I'm absolutely no, no professional, I've got nothing to do with medicine, is because Oxford AstraZeneca is a very ethical company. Is it though? <laughs> but insofar as pharma, big pharma goes, right? And they had been developing this vaccine, which is for a novel virus, not necessarily corona, for well over 10 years. So they. this is the thing. I think everyone assumes that, oh, like coronavirus came out in November 2019 and December 2019, they started developing the vaccination for it. But that's not what it is. A lot of these companies have teamed up with research companies that were doing this research for a long time because everyone knew and expected a big pandemic like this, a virus. Just fair enough. You know, but, so there is an element of trust there. And again, I know it's not specific to this, but a lot of the research is already very highly relevant to it. So a coronavirus is a, like a, a, a broader like umbrella. And then you have like all of these little ones exactly. that sprinkle underneath, but right? this yeah. is number 19. No, it's not. 19 is the year. Yeah. So SARS, yeah. COV, Four. COVID-19 yeah. is the year of the virus. But the, this is, the 19 brand. The brand the is, is the 19 brand. It's the 2019 model. It's the, it's the 2019 <laughs> model. It's 2019. Yeah. Get yours today. Yeah. Now the point At is... At your local boat party. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. The, the, the thing is, 
coronavirus, if we look at it, mm. it's actually an easy virus to kill. That's why I did tell you, wash your hands, right? There's death hole, microsave. Exactly. <laughs> There's so many things that would kill it. The problem with this virus is, is that it's very infectious, right? So my issue with this whole thing is, like I have, we're now three people in the room. If we invite five more people in the room, we'll be eight. Eight people, everybody will go like, oh no, you know, I'm waiting for the Sputnik one. Oh no, you know, I'm going to take AstraZeneca. Everybody is a scientist now. And I think it is not fair for the, you know, greater public that they get to choose. So what is right? I'll tell you what's amazing. Your math is outstanding. Five, <laughs> five plus three is eight, man. Yeah. You're saying that you trust these governing bodies. That's what you told me earlier. So if we trust these governing bodies, these governing bodies should give us how many options did you have to give a vaccination for your child? There was one and you took it because it was studied. The data was there. With this one, we don't know. So everybody now is sitting and is like, you know, Googling. And yeah, it's now co- when it's you confusing si- to people. And when you That's sit a on Dubai a table, thing, it's not just a Dubai thing. It's- no, it, because here we have choice. In the UK, they're, look they're at not your parents. But it's what the doctors have told. For example, my gran had to have the Oxford AstraZeneca. She couldn't get the Pfizer one because of how many conditions she had. So the risk of her having side effects and severe side effects from there. The doctors make that, that decision for you, looking at your medical record. I, and which is why it should be, which is why I'm beautiful. waiting for my mum. And, <laughs> and that's nice. But you see how... Isn't that better though? What? If the doctors make the decision for you. That is. But the UAE is giving the Sinopharm one and the Pfizer one. And now they approve the Sputnik one and AstraZeneca. Oh, did they approve Sputnik? Yeah, Sputnik yeah. has been approved. Know. So this is what the UAE is doing. Like a Molotov cocktail of four. Okay. Now, if you go to Germany, Germany is currently like on, on the edge. We don't know. They might take the Sputnik one. Why are countries picking? Who is right? And this is something that worries me because there's not enough data. Who should I trust? I, let us say I have no idea about nothing. Who is right? Is Germany right? Is the UK right? Is the UAE right? Why are they choosing? What are the criteria of choosing? But we'll never know. We might. I doubt it. It's not just all medical. These choices are made on political decisions, on the demographic of their country. The UK has a a large aging population. In the UAE, we're very lucky because, again, if we didn't have a choice, we would complain. The fact we've given a choice, we still want to complain. Someone should make the decision. You know, the reality is that Everyone. Not you, Jazz. Don't mean to oh, yeah. offend you. <laughs> no, but you know, I mean, we're talking for the wider group of people. So there's going, I know I'm on this mum's group and oh my God, all they do is they all find everything to complain about. And if it was dictated to me that I had to take no, Pfizer, I would be annoyed by that. So it's great that we have a choice, but there must be reasons to why some people How are proving certain ones. Did you feel something? You went online, you went mm. on WebMD. Do you know what I mean? This is the problem. When you go out and you Google and you have no knowledge. Yeah, you that's are, what happens. You self-diagnose. And- self-diagnose. And the same thing with the vaccine and the coronavirus, right? People are going out there becoming scientists and, and doctors. And you see it like everybody is, wants to be right. But that's, hu- the- that's human nature for you. Yes, fine. But they're so sure... How are you how are you googling it? Are you googling it as a scholar, like as a researcher, or are you just googling and you're going on theonion.com? You know what I mean? On the first hit. On the first hit or whatever. So there's a lot of information out there, and the problem with a lot of information out there is picking the right sources. Well, you know, I think you've missed one very big source of information that people use. 
It's the WhatsApp. Social media. No, it's the WhatsApp forwards. Oh, Lord. There's a lot of misinformation. Like, for example, I got another one. Like, I'm in a, on a group of, like, a bunch of, like, um, girls. The stuff that you read is beyond... But that's that's the that's the world we live in. It's just so crazy. Like I, this one girl, for example, she's like, "Yeah, um, so I think instead of the vaccine, you should take one teaspoon of turmeric, uh, and you should mix it with a uh, half a teaspoon of cumin. While you're doing that, try to find a rabbit foot and no, a tear there of were, a dragon. No, and no, when there, you there, do- no, there were videos going out from doctors in the UK. My mum sent me this. It was an actual <laughs> no. It was an actual doctor in in from the NHS, and this was uh, in the early stages when there was no talk of a vaccine. But they were like, "What preventative measures can you try and take?" And then I remember I got a video of of this guy in China. He took garlic and the onion and da 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 and dipped it in honey. With, oh, I remember that video. Right, and he was just chewing it, and I was like. Okay, I'll do it now. <laughs> you know, but people like my mum. I have a chewing gum after that. <laughs> Dang. Pe- people like my mum. Honey and You know, onions. this is the information they get. And I wouldn't say it's misleading. It just might not be 100% accurate. And they'll do anything from fear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you said, right, that you're happy to not take the vaccine right now. Right now, yes. Fair play. Qantas Airlines are, are saying, you know, unless you take the vaccine, mm-hmm. we're not going to let you fly. Mm-hmm. So you're happy to stay put for a period of time? In my opinion, yeah. I don't think anybody should travel right now. So we're not on then, we're going to Maldives then? Nah, man. Oh, right. We're not traveling. So yesterday you were like, we're going to go Cairo and we're going to... So that's no, not happening. At one so you point, got my hopes up at one for point, nothing. I said at one point we <laughs> should travel. I'm not saying that we should travel tomorrow. So look at the shenanigans that she was happening here. I wanted to see the pyramids and she goes, I'm going to take you. We're going to stay in the family house. I thought that was happening this year, homie. <laughs> I knew you thought that. He's so genuine. I genuinely thought we were going this year. (laughs) Babe, pack your bags. (laughs) Like, oh my God. This one just went to bed dreaming like, yes, I'll be going to the pyramids. Right, thanks for killing that for me. You're welcome. In my opinion, it's a pandemic. I don't think anybody should travel unless it's really essential. For how long? So... Until we know what the hell is going on, We might never know. This is the new normal for most people. This is the new normal. Fine. But I think there is so much more to learn that right now we should not be traveling around and spreading different kind of mutations and strains. So we had that issue, for example, all around the world with the British strain and the uh, South African strain. And now countries have an issue. I take Jazz's point, but I'm just not going to wait. Now, I think it depends on people's backgrounds. I'm used to traveling a lot. As you know, I'm really close to my family, my parents, everyone's back home. And Noor's really used to it. So it's been one year since we traveled, which is really unheard of since we've been here. We'd go back at least four times by now. And even Noor is like, oh, it's been such a long time, Mama. When are the airplanes going to open? And I'm obviously feeling it. So for me, I completely take your point, Jazz. That's another reason why I want to get the vaccine because my parents will be vaccinated once I'm vaccinated. I know I can still spread it. Don't get me wrong. It won't stop me from being cautious, but it just reduces the risk slightly so that I can go and meet my family. Okay, so That's sorry, it. Ali. But you said they're going to be vaccinated. You're going to be vaccinated. You know you can still spread it. Right? Correct. So but hopefully we won't all die hypothet- from it. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, okay, there's this new like strain that's on steroids. Okay, something that whatever you shut up in your body does not give you protection of. And here you are jumping in a plane, 
going to your parents that are, you know, a bit older, right? And you give them that mutating, mutated strain that's on steroids. If I were to travel, I would say, oh, I would literally, I'm not going to be one of those people who just kind of wings it. I'm going to be in a full hazmat suit, everything, freaking microsafe everywhere. And when I get there, I will still um, quarantine for a few days and I will take a test to make sure that I'm negative. I'll take a test probably three days after I land. And then if I'm negative and I get, and again, I know nothing's 100%, but this is all to reduce the risk because to me, the greater benefit to both is going to be seeing my family. So you'll be staying at the family house? After quarantine, I'll stay at the family house. But it's airborne. Yeah, I appreciate that, but if I haven't got it. How do you know you don't have it? Because you took a a PCR test? Yeah. So a friend of mine landed in Dubai. So hold on. So you believe that everyone should take the vaccine on because we're 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 going all over the place now. Okay. So do you believe that people should take the vaccine to board an aeroplane? It's difficult. If someone tells them to take it, they should take it. If someone, yeah, if someone. the authority, if the airline says then you cannot take board it. this plane until you have Fair taken enough. the vaccine, rules are in place for a reason. Okay. If everyone, the point is to, and this is slightly unfair, I get it, but the point is if they take aggressive stance like this, more people will be vaccinated, we'll get a 70% herd immunity, we'll start reducing the infection rate, we'll start reducing the mutations, and hopefully it will become more manageable. Right. So I don't think that because we miss our family or because, you know, we want to go to a club or whatever, you know, just get vaccinated and see what happens. Right. This is something new. Last time we've seen this was like, what, the Spanish flu? Yeah. Well, we went well there. when was that? 1918? So I appreciate that Noor wants to travel. But yo, there's so many people that have never boarded a plane in their life and are surviving. There is nothing wrong with a three-year-old wanting to go home to see her family because she's got no family here whatsoever. It's not like she's going on a jolly to Zanzibar and you're comparing it to someone who's never been on a plane. I can't draw the parallel. I'm not saying I want to travel now also, FYI. I think I would still have to wait until probably end of the summer is the absolute soonest I could think of. At the end of the day, the UK is crazy. So there's no way I would travel back there. But what I'm saying is we should all be implementing measures to reduce the risk. I get what you're saying. It could work. It might not. But we shouldn't live with the mentality of, but it might not. If there is any way that you can reduce risk, hence why we wash our hands when we come in, why we take our shoes off at the door, why we take shower, all of this kind of stuff is just, we don't know anything. We're just trying to reduce the risk. That's all we're all doing at this time. So based on the ones that I know of, which are AstraZeneca, Pfizer, and Sinopharm, I haven't looked into Sputnik. Sinopharm works on an old method of vaccination, which has been proven. The traditional. And yeah, the traditional method. And then AstraZeneca and Pfizer work on this new system, mRNA, what has made you decide that AstraZeneca is the one that you want to take? Basically, their strand is much more controlled than the Pfizer one. But this is going based on what you've read on Google? No, 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 no. This is what I've read on a, a chess website. <laughs> no, again, they, uh, they tell you the basics of these vaccines. You can get that basic information. And if you check 10, 15, 20 uh, websites from the relevant organizations from authorities in different countries. Yeah. That should give you a good idea. Because I know the NHS. If the information doesn't match, yeah. then you've got a problem. But if they're all telling you, yes, this was developed from the monkeys and they have the virus wrapped in something and it makes it safer. 
So what you looked on 20 websites and they all said the same thing? I, d- I actually, the real number probably is close to 20. I, I looked at the basics of um, what these vaccines are because they all give you a sentence on what they are. You know, that ma- the fact that this was known as being safer because it was bonded um, was like, okay, cool, whatever. That's still, I mean, it's taken from monkeys. It's not exactly, it, it's not reassuring, is it? It's not, it shouldn't be in a human body, I guess. But what made me think more to lean towards this uh, vaccine was the fact that it has fewer reported side effects and it's used for people with more underlying health conditions than, for example, all the other ones. So it's supposed to be safer. Surely there's not marks. enough. Is there enough evidence for that? Well, they, no. from their own research... Um, which obviously has been going on for years. Their own research. And, for, well, look, these countries are approving it for... My grand ticket, she's 96. Yeah. Bless her. She has had three strokes. She is diabetic. Yeah, but that... that she's got everything. Well, and she yeah, took but the... Accident. We still don't know what the long-term effects of the vaccine are, right? But she took it and she uh, obviously was a bit fatigued for the day or two. And that was cool. And that was it. So... I would choose the traditional way. I appreciate all of the new stuff and it's not really new. So if you look at mRNA, mRNA has been in, in uh, research for 30 plus years, right? They just never got the... Nothing has ever been approved with mRNA technology. It, it never has been given, but it's been in research for 30 years, which is a lot of years, right? But I do think that the traditional way of vaccination is something that I'm comfortable with. And this is my personal decision now. Um, and I'm just hoping for a better future with the mRNA. The, the last uh, article that came out regarding the Sinopharm one was uh, January 14th, 79% effective. It's not a bad number. But 79, look, it doesn't matter how small the percentage is of somebody dying or how many people die. It's still a big number because even one life lost is bad. So the effectiveness, you're saying it's 79% effective of how many? I'm not saying that I don't trust. I just think that I need to make an educated decision on what I am going to use. This is what I'm saying. So there's another article that says it barely crosses the 50% efficacy threshold. Yeah, but this is the thing. So This but, is but, exactly what I was saying. Yeah. You just chucked something in to the search in Google. You saw the first two articles. You didn't even give me a source. Actually, you the read fir- two the fir- headlines. No, the first one, the first one I gave you, the seventy-nine percent, was actually the fifth article down, and it was from <laughs> the BBC. Wow, the BBC. It's not like Onion.com. <laughs> it's the BBC. Well, if you're in the UK, if the BBC tells you something, like that's fact check. That's that. They it's are not supposed Fox to News. be. In, yeah, it's not Fox. It, it's Is it a medical standard. journal? No, Has but, there been research? Can you read the research? Can you read n- no, the hypothesis? But, no, but, Do you see how it's been done? But I no. would trust the BBC. I'm not saying I fully trust them. There is bias in there, but I trust them more than some dodgy website. I would trust the BBC over something that came up on my Facebook. What's it called? A clickbait. Yeah, but right now you read the... See, this is the thing that... That's why it's called a, you know, a headline. But the 50% so you read the thing, headline, yeah. but... The more you will read, the more you're going to find out. Yeah, but then CNN are the ones that have come out and said 50% efficacy. 
It's we're in CNN, the people that mix up Kevin Hart with Usain Bolt. Probably. <laughs> but, but no, but this, is, but this is prevalent all over. You can Google and you will find 10, 20 different. That's why I haven't looked at the efficacy rating of Oxford AstraZeneca because that's just something that's going to continue to um, change. Okay, of course but, it will. But imagine, right, that has made me kind of raise my eyebrow that two different approved websites have given two different figures. Imagine how that my mum would feel it would confuse the of hell course. out of her. Yeah. And it would scare her even more. And yeah. who does she talk to about it? She can't talk to me about it because I don't know enough. Yeah. And then at the end, it's just a, oh, you know, we leave it in God's hands. Let's just go get whatever my doctor tells yeah. me. And I think if you would ask any medical profession professional with the knowledge that they have, because this is novel, we don't know. Oh, the we funny thing was know. we did ask two doctors. Mm-hmm. One doctor said, I've already taken it. And because the other, he had to. No, no, oh. no, no. She actually said, I've taken it because she believes in the vaccine and that it works. Mm-hmm. And then the other doctor turned around and said, I'm not going to be anyone's test dummy. Yeah. I'm not going to be a guinea pig. Yeah. yeah. So this doctor is happy to take a PCR test every week and pay for it. Yeah. We've now spoken to two health professionals and they've both given us opposing opinions, which confuse me even more. Mm-hmm. I think it just it should clarify. I've made my decision based on a numerous factors that are, are personal to me. If I was in your position, maybe my decision would be different. If I was in your position, even position would be different. I've already had a child. I do have underlying health conditions, but it's mostly due to my child that I would like to take a vaccine because if anything happened to me, God forbid, it would affect her quite a bit more. If we were just married. And we didn't have any kids and we didn't plan on having kids. It wouldn't affect me. No, but you're a grown man. You can can figure it out. You know, wipe your own tears. You're fine. My baby, who's going to wipe her little tears? Me. Wipe your own tears. I'd I'd wipe my daughter's tears. (laughs) Yeah, but she's, you know, she loves me more, babe. (laughs) What's that got to do? What are you talking about? Listen. I'm just saying. If I wasn't here for a single day. I can't believe you. You know she loves me more. I can't believe you're putting our... A child's love out there. So it's really important that I don't die for now. Just she's old enough to wipe her own tears, you know. <laughs> Let's just wrap you up in a bubble and keep you at home, which is what I've been trying to do for the last eight years. I know, and I just need to get out of here. Okay. Anything else you would like to add? Just, I, I, you know, just because I have chosen to take um, a vaccine, um, I'm doing it for multitude of reasons. I really cannot stress this enough it doesn't mean that i would judge like for example you want to wait and i and i and you can confirm i have had put no judgment on you and i support you in your decision because it's fine for you and again i'm fully aware of risks that it can continue to spread and that it doesn't mean that i can stop taking preventative measures and social distancing um measures but i just think overall for me personally it is better than not to take the vaccine. But I know many people, and, and again, if my circumstances were slightly different, maybe I would also take that approach. So I have no judgment on anyone who wants to take it or doesn't want to take it. Neither do I. Okay, neither do I then. <laughs> Does the vaccine give you immunity? No. Can you still get the... Yes. Can you pass it on? Yes. Can you still get sick? Yes. So what's the difference? 
Um, that's, that's where my brain is at. There is a risk difference. of me dying from it or getting seriously ill okay, is significantly on. reduced, okay. hopefully. If I took the vaccine, could I still get sick? Yeah. Could I still die from it? No. Hopefully not. That's you the shouldn't. whole goal. That's the whole the goal is that in you... the current situation, could I still die from it? Right now? If no. I took the vaccine. No. Yes, you can. It, the risk course, is so there's, low. There's babe. no proof to say that you won't die after you take there the vaccine. There is data already that's there, out. but there's no one ha- no one who has taken the vaccine mm-hmm. full has died from uh, the coronavirus. As far as I know, right? There we go. Two new headlines. Can't Come wait. On, girl. I gotta <laughs> fact check this. Has anyone hit the dust? And then we have to find out which vaccine they take, because then we're definitely not taking that one. <laughs> Must be AstraZeneca. <laughs> you know what I love about Google when it does the autofill for you? Yeah. So I said, has anyone died after? And it's finished it with watching Antrim. <laughs> what? what is I that? don't even know what that is. <laughs> the taking the COVID. I, That's I, also I, a lazy search. Sorry. The COVID vaccine. Because there's no the COVID vaccine. There are several. Uh, okay. A COVID vaccine. <laughs> I know people have got sick from it. But apparently, and I don't know, you tell me, Jazz, the mRNA-based ones are supposed to develop and because it's the DNA, that's the whole mm-hmm. point, right? So the point of that science is that you shouldn't have to take a yearly vaccine. But the thing is, it keeps on mutating. It will still have to be yearly. We don't know. Again, it but isn't the DNA, comes... isn't that the point? Because you forget the DNA. It's not going to mutate not, into a different being. You're not mutating being. the uh, DNA of the vaccine. What you're doing is you're speaking to it. So mRNA is the messenger. So we're like, yo, little spiky thing. So we know that you like to talk to the coronavirus. How about not? Okay. So what the language changes? So how can you explain this to me? Why would you, if it's the DNA based one, why would you have to have a yearly one? Because we don't know if the S protein would mutate or not. Okay. Okay. Uh, Reuters. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. You can't just dismiss every yeah. website I bring up. Here we go. That's a complete dismissal. Six people did die during the Pfizer BioNTech vaccines trials. Trials, um, yes. yeah. These are more all things than, to think about, right? More than more than six have died and it's been already out. ABC News. They said there's no link between COVID nineteen vaccines and those who die after receiving them. Yep. Well, they, they just right now can't verify because the vaccines have been rolled out since when? Um, I think that January. January? Yeah. yeah. So it's too soon no, no, to no. even know. Uh, maybe that's even a, that's before... the thing with data. So you remember the whole thing that happened? I think it was in Norway, the 27 people or 67 yeah. people that died in, in, in after, the, the Pfizer. after the Pfizer one. And then like they did a whole research and then it turns out it wasn't a vaccine. Khalid Times. Health worker dies a day after taking the jab. And it's currently being investigated. So they haven't said that, yeah, they definitely died, but it is still being investigated. But that is the thing, because when you take a jab, so you're getting inactivated uh, corona cells injected. So now they're in your body. Your body is like, yo, what is this? We don't know what this is. So we start fighting it, right? Our body starts fighting it. So the next time when Mr. Coronavirus comes into our body, the real one, we're like, ah, oh, we've seen this guy before. We know how to fight him. So because we're, find- we're fighting the inactivated um, cells, the virus, right? Our immune system is suppressed. Norway expressed increasing concern about the safety of the Pfizer incorporated Concern. Vaccine. Yeah, wait, 
on elderly people with serious underlying health conditions exactly. after raising an estimate of the number who died after receiving mm-hmm. inoculations to 29. You can't just ignore it to say, oh no, it's just a concern, it's, it, but it's not because of it. It's still being investigated. But no, So, you, so you can't answer the question, oh, but can I still die from, uh, from COVID after taking the vaccine as a no? You um, can't, no, that's, that's not a but, definitive but, but answer. What you're saying there is different to what you're saying. So can, if I take the vaccine a uh, month, two months go far, goes past, I'm fine. And then I contract Corona. Can I die from it? That's a different question. That which is a what, question. Which, yeah, which, that's a different question to what they're saying. They're saying people who I'm not died, saying die from the vaccine. I'm saying I after, I is, take, after I take the vaccine and I contract COVID. Can I still then die from COVID? But, but this I think is exactly these, what you did not bring up. Yeah, but these, these, these articles, I think, are talking about dying from, from complications the from the yeah. vaccine. Yeah. And that's the point. That's why like, people like my gran were given Oxford AstraZeneca because the risk of complications yeah. is significantly with that one. Whereas Pfizer one, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, an, it's a, an aggressive vaccine, apparently. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I have no idea. So, I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty of data out there for you to believe in or not believe in. But for me, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Time for their final thoughts. Yay! Um, I'm going to take mine real soon. That's your final thought? I have to think of a better thought. Take your time. We're not live. <laughs> um, Come on, time's okay. money here. <laughs> okay, my final thought is that... If you're young and healthy, you're single, um, you don't feel like getting the vaccine, it's on you. That's cool. There's no judgment here. And if you think that's best for you, that's fine. But I think where you have relations and people who depend on you and you feel like, you know, you need to be well and you're considering it in the getting the a vaccine, then maybe it's worth to have a discussion with your GP. And I know we've spoken to plenty of doctors, but I think it's worth having a discussion a with a GP that you trust and obviously your your thoughts will align with this particular GP because you go and see them regularly and you trust them and then you should go with it and take it from there. I think it's there's nothing wrong with going to a GP and discussing whether you want you should take the vaccine. Jazz? Well, I can't believe it's 2021 and we're not flying and we're teaching people how to wash their hands again. And um, I think... I'm hoping that everybody is testing negative but still remaining positive. (laughs) (laughs) I skipped the BCG. I'm happy to skip this for a while. You're reading again. What am I reading? I don't know, but it sounded like you're reading. I'm not reading anything. Okay. Not reading. (laughs) I don't even have any papers around me. (laughs) Yeah, I skipped the BCG proudly. Yeah. And I'm happy to skip this. Unless I want to go hit the pyramids and Qantas tell me I need to take the vaccine, then I might just take it so I can go see the pyramids <laughs> with or without a certain somebody in the room. I can <laughs> show you the world. <laughs> no, you can't because you're not taking the vaccine and you're not allowed on a plane. <laughs> Leave us a five star rating, but write whatever you like, whether you love us or probably hate us. Thank you.